because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And And we're back. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Ray. I'm with my boy Connor. And it's Monday, so we got our boy Tyson here. Going to be talking everything free agency because we haven't been able to have him on since all the big moves guys started. Let me just tee this up for you guys here. So the New England Patriots obviously were quite busy during that first week of free agency. The Patriots entering week two of the signing period with 80 players on the roster ahead of Monday morning. Now, the quarterback position, of course, is still the biggest need on the team uh, with no clear long-term starter currently under contract. But the Patriots added two wide receivers in the group of free agency in Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne, but are still facing some questions around that wide receiver position. I think it's fair to say now that no Patriots position was upgraded as drastically as the tight end position with the Patriots bringing in the two best available players in Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, giving them a viable one-two punch. The Patriots invested in Matthew Judon and Kyle Van Noy last week. Judon was signed to a four-year deal while Van Noy returned on a two-year pact after spending the 2020 season in Miami. The two veterans are projected as the starters with Chase Winovich and Josh Uche offering up that high-speed depth. Also, they added... Davin Gatcha and Henry Anderson and Motavius Adams uh, right there to stop the run as well as re-signing Dietrich Weiss and Carl Davis. J.C. Jackson will probably be returning on, on a second-year free agency tender with Jalen Mills signing a four-year deal. The Patriots cornerback position projects to be the strength of the team yet again. Gentlemen, this is a very different offense than and defense and team than we, you know, we were talking about three weeks ago. Uh, Connor and I have talked about it to death, but we haven't been able to talk about it with Tyson. Tyson, walk me through just your reaction to last week. I was pleasantly stunned. I really was. I didn't think that – I knew we were going to go out and sign players, but I didn't think we were going to sign that many players. Uh, the the Hunter Henry signing really shocked me because I thought as soon as they got um, John New Smith, I was like, okay, well, at least we now – yeah. At least we have a tight end. And uh, I think the Hunter Henry just proved to me that Belichick is not playing any games. Um, I think the first um, legal tampering period, the first 24 hours was really important. I think it was more of a statement by Belichick more than anything. Um, the fact that obviously we had the most cap space, but to pretty much put the legal notice that that we're not messing around, that what happened last year was unacceptable, that 7-9 and nine won't happen again and that the Patriots are still a force to be reckoned with. And people want to say that, oh, it has something to do with Brady winning Super Bowl. No, this was going to happen regardless. It, 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 this had nothing to do with Brady. This had everything to do with the, just the, the bad season they had last year, all the money they had. Um, I think I saw some tweet today, some about Belichick got all, all, all this cap money and decided to go go spend it at Target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw you that. Can't. I saw that tweet. I'm just like, listen, uh, I mean, the players that they signed, 
I think Belichick got him for a specific reason to fit whatever team he's trying to build. You can't go out and and, and sign like oh the 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 names. You can't just look at the names. You have to look at how they fit into the system. And the fact that he got two young tight ends. Um, you know, we all know the the two tight ends said from the from you know when Hernandez and Gronk. I think I think the fact that Cam Newton can't throw outside the numbers and that he's had trouble skipping balls in the dirt to to receivers last year. Um, and his strength is throwing to the tight end. His biggest threat was uh, was Greg Olson. Like, like now you got two Greg Olsons. You know what I mean? Like you're fitting the offense around his skill set, and his strengths is throwing it to the tight ends. And if you're gonna obviously, um, I hope we get a quarterback in the draft. Obviously, but um, I think that Cam Newton will be the starter, and I'm okay with that as long as they draft an heir apparent in the draft. And now that you filled all these holes, now you can go into the draft with a different type of mindset. Now you can maybe trade up for a quarterback if you, that, that you like. Um, instead of having to fill all these holes um, through the draft that you couldn't do in free agency. And, and, and it was also a statement that players still want to come here. That there was this narrative around, oh, it's not fun here. And players don't. And now that Brady won, um, no, no who would want to play for Belichick? And it's more Brady than Belichick. Players still respect Belichick. Like, we had one bad season. I don't understand why the Patriots get so much heat from having one bad season in the, in the middle of a pandemic. And, and that's pretty much all I got to say. I think our signings were great. David Andrews resigning was great. Um, Chung retiring. I think that was uh, he's one of our greatest safeties of all time. Um, the the defense it was the the pass rush we got from um from Baltimore. Uh, Matt Judon. Matt Judon. I love that signing because that's the one thing we've always been missing was that edge rusher. And you you pair him with Winovich, and then um, uh, the, what's his name's coming back to. Um, Kyle, Kyle Van Noy coming back and, and Dante yeah. Hightower coming back. Like, our defense is going to be straight, and then you got the corners. Um, I think Gilmore's going to come back. I don't think they trade Gilmore. I'm, I don't think there's a lot of upside in trading him at this point. And Jalen Mills, you know, he he's going to be the, the new Patrick Chung. Um, and then J.C. Jackson, hopefully nobody trades, trades for him. I would like our defense is going to be legit. It just And then whatever holes we have. We can just fill him in the draft, whether it's a receiver late. I don't know about drafting a receiver in the second round, but um, as long as we draft somebody as a receiver, because I I, I did like the Nelson Aguilar signing. Um, I like, like I said, Kendrick Bourne. I like all the signings. There isn't a signing that I don't like. And people say that we overpaid for these players. I'm like, there's there wasn't really that much out there to get. And we had the cap space to get it, and and the cap space goes up next season too because of the, the new TV deals and the and the stadium revenue. So, like I said, I enjoyed it. I really am. I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't think they were gonna to, to do all that within the first twenty four hours of legal tampering. So, yeah, man. I just want to throw a heads up to everybody. I am freezing up like crazy tonight, so I might just be jittering and 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 stopping in mid sentence at some point. Just deal with me, Connor. Just pick it up if I uh, if I black yeah. out. Yes, but sir. yeah, no. I think what I love the most too is I was I just today because I was having a uh, friendly conversation with somebody on Twitter, 
And the way everything sits right now, the Patriots are projected to have $26 million salary cap next season if the cap stays the same. And we know it's not going to stay the same. We know it's going to balloon next season. Uh, we're talking the very real possibility that he's walking into to next year's free agency with 36 to $40 million in cap space. And yep. he won't have to go crazy because he filled so many of those positions. And I agree with you. I like all the signings. And, you know, I think for me, the one Aguilar was it a little bit of an overpay, maybe, but if he produces this year, like you can't call something an overpay until you see that somebody, you know, perform on the field. Um, mm-hmm. I would argue that Cam Newton was an overpay at the $1 million last season. You know what I mean? Which we <laughs> thought was an absolute steal. If he comes yeah. out this year on balls, though, because Belichick gave him the weapons, then $14 million looks like a steal, right? So right. it just all depends how things work out. Um, but, yeah, no, it's – and I agree with you. I'm getting tired of the, the overpay. It's funny because, you know, I think it was uh, Tommy Kern who said it, and he's been a little bit of a hater lately, but he said, you know, the Patriots have been standing in the batter's box with the bat on their shoulders, and we've all been bitching that they haven't done anything. Now they finally swing, and people are bitching again. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's and, and that's really just just the reality. Um, Connor, you just listened to what Tyson had to say. Anything you want to add to any of that? No, I completely agree, man. I was saying the same thing. I was very pleasantly surprised. Like he was saying, I thought that they would come out and sign people, but I never thought that they were going to go this hard. Like they they were uncharacteristically aggressive and then some. Uh, so we got a, a chat here from Felipe. Thank you. It says, saw an EG that uh, most of the new signings already working out together with Stidham. Surprising since I thought Cam would be the first to make the call to the new and old players. Good for Stiddy. Um, I'll let you guys touch on this too, but from what I understand, yeah, those were all the, those were just all the guys in California. Last I heard, uh, Cam is in Atlanta right now. And I think it was Aguilar and Bourne who said their next stop is to go over to go to Atlanta and work out with Cam. And I laugh because like Nikhil Harry was there. Jared Stidham was there. Matt Lacoste was there. And I was like, there's like (laughs) half the guys there are all, you know, there's a good chance that all of them may not be on the team this year. Um, Stidham's trying to keep a roster spot because if the Patriots yeah, do go that's out in trade. That's it because last season he was on a boat, right? Or he was vacationing. Yeah, he was vacationing. He's I mean, just, Brian yeah. Hoyer got the backup job. He's <laughs> trying to <laughs> listen, his 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 NFL career is on the line. Yeah. He has no choice but to do everything he can to try to convince the Patriots not to cut him <laughs> during training camp. Because I think there's a real possibility. I think the Patriots are going to go out and draft the quarterback. If they if they draft the quarterback in the first round, I think you cut Stidham. There, there's no reason to have him on the roster. Yep. I mean, did we not see what he looked like last year when he came in? He did not look good. Uh, he's just not it, man. He's he's not it. And what was he? What what draft pick did Belichick get him in? I can't remember. He was a fourth rounder, and I said this fourth last round night. pick, man. Come on. I said no. this last night. I said he's he performed like a fourth round pick, like he performed where of he's a he's a backup he's a career backup that's that's what he is and um i i try to say this to people and i dude i remember you and i tyson uh i think it was after brady left you i think it was you who was just like i don't want to hear any more about jared stidham you know like it's he's not the future of the team and we all kind of knew he wasn't the 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 future of the team right it's He's a he was a fourth round pick just because he's got a Patriots jersey on just because he played a year behind Tom Brady doesn't mean he's going to be the next you know big thing. 
I mean, I'm looking at Chevion's comment here, and I laugh too. Like Kendrick yeah, Bourne, I just saw that. <laughs> he, I don't know if you saw that on Twitter, Ty. He's like he didn't even know uh, he didn't even know Stidham's name. He called him like Stidham or something like that. Yeah. Right. So, trust me, I was listening to all these guys talk, especially the receivers, and they were all talking about playing with Cam Newton. And if the Patriots, I agree with you. I think the Patriots will draft a quarterback. I think that they've set themselves up in the position to trade up for a quarterback. And I'm I'm thinking like we could be looking at a Trey Lance or Justin Fields type kind of situation. Up, I don't know. I can't really hear what you're saying, Ray. Uh, of course, I am. Um, you're going fine on my end. Okay, I got you back. You back? You okay. Back. Um, you know, I I definitely see the Patriots trading back, but I want to ask you this because here's my assessment of the AFC East now with these trades. I still think Buffalo's the team. They're gonna. I still think they still have the team. Like that's the team that we're shooting for. But I think that we leapfrog Miami with this trade. If if Cam Newton can work with these receivers, but with this coaching staff and the players they brought in, I think we leapfrog Miami. The yeah. Jets are still the bottom of the division. What do you think, Tyson? Uh, the Jets are obviously going to be at the bottom of the division. Um, honestly, man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely real with you. I don't take the Bills seriously, man. I don't. They had one good season. Like, did we not see what Josh Allen looked like in the playoffs? Trubisky, I, I posted the thing on my channel. I'm like, uh, Trubisky has a higher uh, QBR and, and's done better in the playoff game than, than Josh Allen has. I'm not sold. I'm not sold on the Bills. Like, I don't care about that they won a division. I need because th- they played us at our worst. They played us during all these opt outs. During like, I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried about Miami. I'm not. I'm definitely not worried about the Jets. I, I think we're the team to beat, and I understand that we got a quarterback situation on our hands. I just trust Belichick um, to fix that. And, and like I said, if Cam Newton's playing like he did last season, then we're, we'll we'll put in whoever we draft and whoever whatever quarterback we draft. I don't like. I just I'm not worried about them. Like they're the team to beat. What? Why? Because they won a division for the first time since Jim Kelly. Like, am I supposed to take them seriously? They weren't even, they weren't dominant last year. Like, yeah, they beat us twice. The second, like I said, man, they beat us. We were down. Like, let's see what they do. Didn't like, let's say, like, they, let's say what, let's see what they do this season when we're at our best. Well, not, at, well, I won't say at our best because we don't got Brady anymore, but let's see what they do when we had money to spend, when we don't have to worry about all these opt-outs. Let's see what they do. Let's see if they can do it again. Other than that, man, I don't take him seriously. So do you, I guess I'll ask you, do you feel confident in saying that like the, the paid you, the Patriots could win this division this year? There's, there's no, there's no could we will unless, unless, unless something dramatic happens where we have a ton of injuries and cam newtons is not playing up to par and that's another thing i need to talk about cam newton because he he doesn't he just doesn't get it he doesn't like i saw his little video he posted on instagram like bro like how can you not expect people to 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 to, to scratch their heads how how do you right. not expect patriots fans to be a little bit iffy about you when you went out there last season and had one of the worst seasons of a quarterback in NFL history. Like, I don't care about your workout videos. You can, you're can you doing the same thing that you did last season. Or even when you were in Carolina, you were doing the same thing. Post your little workout videos, trying to uh, say, oh, the haters this, the haters that. 
then prove us wrong. It's like, stop talking. I don't care what you really post on Instagram, but don't try to make it as if we're in the wrong. Like, we're in the wrong because people are doubting you. We have every, everyone has every reason in the world to doubt you. You know what I mean? But I understand where he's coming from in a sense to where, okay, he's going to be one year removed from surgery. He doesn't have to worry about, um, you know, I don't want to say it on your channel, but he doesn't have to worry about the virus. He doesn't have to worry about all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just don't skip the ball at receiver's feet. You know what I'm saying? He looked good in those first three games. So, it, like I said, it might have affected him more than what I think it did. So, like I said, but stop clapping on Twitter. Stop clapping on Instagram. Just go out, work out, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and show everyone that you can be what everyone needs you to be, a, a functional quarterback behind center. Just, just be functional, Connor. No, I agree. Especially, I was just thinking the same thing. I've been seeing all of his videos that he's putting out, and it seems like the same videos that he put out at the same time last year. So, I really just want to see him do it on the field. And I think we were at that point, like week fourteen, week fifteen last year, where he just kept coming out and saying, "I got to be better, got to be accountable, got to do this." So I, I'm just waiting to see what Cam actually does this season. If he plays well, I think the Patriots are going to have a very good chance to win the division. If he doesn't, I think we'll we'll at least be on to 2022 with the new quarterback. Unless we have a quarterback already drafted, and I'm hearing Justin Fields now. Like yeah. I don't know who the hell. I, I don't believe anything coming out of the Patriots organization whoever leaking this crap i don't believe it i don't believe it like it's it's either a smoke screen for another quarterback they might like i just don't see it i justin fields i'm not high on him i mean you're ohio state fan and you already said that you're not that high on, on justin fields maybe he could work within the system that they're trying to implement with the two tight end set um but listen whatever at this point belichick's already done enough in free agency and he's he's done a lot this offseason to where whatever he does Week one, I'm gonna trust until proven otherwise. Like I'm just gonna trust him. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be whatever, whatever he does. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get behind. Whether that's Cam Newton, whether that's, uh, it's not gonna happen. But Stidham, um, or whatever quarterback we draft, I'm just gonna trust the process until, until proven otherwise next season. Yeah, I said the only time that I would probably get upset because of how this offseason went because i mean look guys the three of us have sat on this show since january and we've said he needs to have a big free agency he has to have a big draft yep. and he hit free agency like he did yep. everything that if we would have put out a wish list of everything we wanted him to do i guarantee you it wouldn't have been as big as he did you know what i mean like we wouldn't have had two tight ends we wouldn't have had yep. matt judon on that list like we always kept saying get us john smith or hunter henry right um, I'll tell you mm -hmm. why I, I do have confidence in Cam because of the way this offense is set up. And it's obviously it's going to be set up through the running backs, through the tight ends, you know, with Aguilar taking the, the it off the top and the other receivers just being contribution pieces. Cam doesn't have to be great. And that's what I keep saying. And he just has to be good. Right. And and you're right. His his outsides of getting getting to the flats have been have, have been struggling for him or we saw that big struggle in the flats but he can come up the middle he can come over the middle i don't think he'll bounce the ball because of the options he'll have um i think that with the line and, and tight ends they have in front of him we can have some more designed runs and i agree with you the only time i would ever get frustrated with bill belichick would be 
if we go into next season and Jared Stidham's our only quarterback on the roster. You know what I mean? Like right. like going like it was this mm-hmm. season. That that would be my only like dude at some point you have to address the future of the quarterback. Like you you brought in all these guys, young guys. It's not like these are all one-year rentals. Like he brought in maybe Van Noy is a little bit older, but he brought in a lot of young guys are not one-year rentals. Even if Cam Newton, listen, even if Cam Newton balls out this year, even if he's playing at MVP levels, he's not the future at his age. You know what I mean? Like it's Mm-mm. when we're talking about sustainability, it needs to come now. Now I do want to switch gears from the Patriots for a second and word this carefully because YouTube is just awful with this kind of stuff. But um, I saw today, Watson. yeah, I saw today that the Patriots are not interested <laughs> in Deshaun and it doesn't surprise me. I said after I said this last night after the Antonio Brown incident, they probably want to stay far away from this. I mean, I saw your tweet today, which, which, you know, I, I thought summed it up perfectly. It was something along the lines of like, this is either like the biggest smear campaign in the world, or he's just a serial offender. You know what right. I mean? Like it's, Oh, it's sticky. I, I wanted thoughts? to talk. So here <laughs> I've been, I've been waiting to talk about this. Like I said, I just haven't been able to drop much content. Like I just been busy, but um, Deshaun Watson, man, listen, when it first, when first reports came out, I'm like, this is a smear campaign. The lawyers it was a neighbor of the owner. It just it just didn't it just didn't feel right. I'm like, oh, now they want to try to smear him to show they can try to drive down the price or try to keep him. But how many women is it up to? Twenty two. Yeah, something. Yeah, something. And I've read every single thing, and I'm not going to get into the details for obvious reasons. (laughs) But let me just say this: there is no way in hell Deshaun Watson's coming to the Patriots. The optics would not be good. I don't care if the Texans were trying. If the Texans said, "Okay, Patriot," or, or if Casario called Bill and was like, "Listen, we'll give you Deshaun Watson for a fourth round pick." I mean, I probably would do it, but dang, the optics wouldn't be good because you got—he's pretty much in this like the, the, the whole masseuse massage parlor just doesn't fit right because of crafts. It just something just doesn't. It just, oh man, we would get blasted on every on every ESPN like every TV television states would blast us if we signed him. And I just don't think any team's gonna. Well, I mean, there's still reports that teams will still want to trade for him, but it's getting worse by the day. And I've read the reports, and it's there's some damning stuff in there. And I think they said they were going to put out some evidence. Some I don't know. I've heard rumors about them going to put out some audio or text messages about him admitting some of this stuff. Um, I just think that in my personal opinion, I don't th- obviously I don't think all of them are telling the truth, but even if it's just one, and here's the thing about those type of thing, like those type of um, accusations is if when one woman comes forward, that gives every other woman that's been wronged or in that situation that gives them the strength and courage to now speak out because they're not the only one, you know what I'm saying? And that, 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 that's with a lot of cases that was with the, with the Darren Sharper incident. And, um, I think the NFL is going to put him on some type of exemplist until they do their own investigation. I don't think he might even play next season. This is some damning stuff. And it's pretty disturbing. If you read some of the stuff, um, I just, at this point, I'm just like, this guy's career might, I won't say it's over. I mean, it depends because they might come with criminal charges. 
it's not it's not looking good for Deshaun Watson. And I keep telling people, listen, like looking at Deshaun Watson, listening to him in interviews, the type of guy he is, how people speak about him, you would never in a million years think that he would ever, ever even be a, a, like put himself in a situation where he would be that type of person. And I keep telling people, like, you don't know how these people are outside of of sports. You just don't know what type of human beings they are. Like, he could just be this 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 POS type human being that is just on a power trip, and he gets off to just shoving that power. And he doesn't. You know, he understands he has enough money to get what he like females that any female that he wants. But there are those females that that just won't go for it no matter what, and that's just their job as a masseuse. So I just I just feel like where there's smoke, there's fire. I just don't. I I honestly I'm the type of person that believes the victim first until proven otherwise. And there's just too many. Just I mean, 22 women, man. That's just something doesn't smell right. Obviously, the timing. The only thing that's suspicious is the timing of it, but. Even if the timing's like suspicious, the, the, the accusations could still be true. No, no, I agree. And, and I think the Texans were holding on to this on the back burner. You know I what? really believe it. That is, and, and that's what's been going through my head. I'm, I'm a guy who I do, I try to stay in the middle just because I've been burnt before leaning one way or the other. And I want to really, I think the first thing I want to do is emphasize your point is we don't know what these guys are like in their personal life. The majority of people in this world and NFL fans don't know what people don't know what the three of us are like when we're not on camera. You know what I mean? Or or doing our thing. Like you just don't, right. There's, there's, you don't spend every day with, we we don't, you know, they don't spend every day with us or, or, or be a part of our regular life to know who we are. Um, you know, it's funny. I think that if there's people who, if you look at Tyson, for instance, if there's people who hated you, Tyson, who follow your channel, if they came here and heard your way you interact here, they're not going to believe it's the same guy. You know what I mean? Just be, be because of the the way it mm-hmm. goes. It's just the way it plays out. So we don't really know how. Uh, you're freezing. Um, I thought the you're same back. thing too. I thought two things. I thought. If this is true, like, let's go on the assumption for a second. It's true just for the sake of this conversation. I thought the same thing was Houston holding on to this. You know what I mean? And and putting this over his head, making him less desirable or saying, or did Deshaun was, yes, there was problems in Houston, but was Deshaun also realizing some of this was coming to the forefront and he was like, I got to get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? Like I need to get yeah, out. Maybe of he wanted to get out of Houston because some of these actors, they like, Maybe he was getting blackmailed or, or they're like, listen, <laughs> like he's like, man, I got to get out. Maybe it had nothing to do with the team. Maybe it had everything to do with the, his his past was starting to catch up with him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the number. The number is what is what is is shocking, right? Like I've seen some people comparing this to Antonio Brown. I've done the Antonio Brown comparison because of the Patriots saying that, you know, this would be the reason the Patriots want to stay a mile away from this. But. This is different than what a number one Deshaun is treating this differently than AB did, right? I mean, AB went ballistic right. and and really took it wrong, but it's the sheer numbers that are piling up on him. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that teams are still interested because I mean they might be looking now thinking this is the time to strike because we can get him cheap. But I think you're right. I think if you're trading for Deshaun Watson now, you may be trading for next season, not this season, because he he might be off for a year and he might miss. Like, A.B. missed an entire season after the whole, you know, incident on week two. 
and then was suspended for six additional games, right? Like going into the next season. Uh, who knows? I mean, see, the thing about the NFL is, is I don't know how that works. Does he get punished per victim? Does he get punished per just one, you know, thing? It's, it, it's, and if this is a smear campaign, like kudos, because I don't know how you got all these people involved. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. and I say kudos sarcastically, obviously. Right. But it's, it, it's, it's just, it's crazy. It's, it's, this is, I'm trying to think like comparison to what I you know what we've seen in the NFL with some of the things like I think the Ray Rice scandal was probably the first really big one right like when it came out what he did to his wife like that's the one that sticks out of my head like to me it's right up there not in comparison to what happened but in that sort of shock factor of like oh my god right you got anything to add Connor no, I just want to wait and see how it all plays out. When it the first like initial Instagram post came out from the lawyer, I thought it was very bizarre. But now that the numbers are just piling up, man, it, it makes me really question it a lot more. But we'll we'll see. I'm sure we're gonna find out a lot more in the next couple of weeks. Go ahead, man. Um. It's kind of lagging, Ray. I can't really hear anything. I'm going to refresh okay. it. We are, we're coming to our end with, with Tyson anyhow. So when he comes back, I'll, I'll kind of ask the okay. one question. Alrighty. I know we're having uh, I do want to. I do want to address this. When he says, now nah, the Ray Rice video caught, uh, which made 100% people's eyes. And that's the, I don't mean it. And again, I again, what I wasn't meaning an offense. Like I wasn't comparing the two offenses and saying one's better than the other. One was more guilty. It was the shock factor for us. Right. Like of, that's what I was talking about. It's obviously two completely different situations. But the Ray Rice one is the one. I mean, I think this is sh- shaking the NFL the same way the Ray Rice shook the NFL. I don't think the AB the one shook as hard as it did because the Patriots were attached to it. And I believe that to this day. Because as soon as he was cut, he was suddenly out of the, he was out of the headlines. Right? Like, right. he really was. Unless he went ballistic. Um, yeah, I, you know, it, it, and I, I agree with Tyson when he said, like, if he came to New England, it would be a media circus. Like, an absolute media circus if they made, if they made that trade. And, and I don't know, I guess him and Robert Kraft could go to the same massage. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just- Another thing that makes it suspicious to me is just the fact that he literally just signed a massive contract a year ago. Mm-hmm. And from what I heard, it wasn't all this out accusations and stuff. Wasn't this like, like in the, in the background for like a year, I guess. Didn't the lawyer say he was working on this for a while? Yeah, he was, but I don't know when Deshaun became aware that it was coming to him because from what I understood from that first release from Watson was they offered him a six-figure settlement, and when he said no, they made it public. And, you know, a part of me wonders, uh, moral aside, morals aside, like if he's sitting there now thinking I should have just settled for that six figures because this, is, I think, is snowballing way bigger than he ever thought it was going to snowball. Right. Right. Whether it's false accusations or not, Um, you know, and I agree with Tyson, like when there is smoke, there is fire. It was like a B. It was like Kraft. It was like rice. It was most of the time when there's smoke, there's some sort of fire. Right. And it's funny because I think that we're quick to like. When it comes out about an actor, 
we're quick to blame immediately, like as sports fans. Like it's not even a but when it's an athlete, we're always trying to look for the out, right? We're always trying to look for the thing. I don't know. It's a mess. Um if if even one of these accusations are turn out to be true, um watching uh Deshaun, his his uh reputation is forever tarnished. Oh yeah. It's it's over with sure. like endorsements, all that. <laughs> Even if he gets traded, and this is say the, the the I think it was the fourth one or whatever, um accusation that that's probably the most damning one. If any of these are 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 or true, and he loses this case, he'll never recover from this. Like from a PR standpoint, no, this is gonna this is gonna follow him around and haunt him. And this this might sound bad to say, but even Michael Vick. Like he, it would have been better for him to do what Michael Vick did, mm-hmm. <laughs> because like this is this is some damning stuff, man. You can't. This is something you just can't come back from if it's true, right? No, yeah, no. It's 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 a mess. Again, no matter which way it lands, it's an absolute mess. Um, our time with Tyson has come to an end. So, is there anything else you would like to uh, get off your chest before we part ways till next week? Are we lagging again? Ah, uh, you're good on my end that this time. We might be lagging with him though. I appreciate you guys um letting me on. And um I'll be back next Monday. Love having you on, man. We love having you on. We'll have you back next Monday. Make sure you go check out Tyson's channel. Jeez. Um he got screwed over by Mr. Beast. And Did he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Big oh, time. Boy. You gotta go watch you gotta go watch that video. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh it's time to take a little break. Connor and I will be back in about four minutes. Time for Connor to run and, and go to the bathroom. And uh, it's time to hear from our sponsors over at the Rocky Mountain Barber Company, manscaped.com, fcustom.com, hear about our Patreon page, and about our merch shop. Visit RockyMountainBarber.com and get all the products you need to take care of your hair, beard, and skin. Get their small batch, all-natural beard bombs and oils, pre-shave oils, lotions, hair products, razor blades, and so much more. Visit Rocky Mountain Barber Company and use the promo code RAYROUTE and save 5% off all your orders. Get your small batch hygiene products at RockyMountainBarber.com. You can get your male hygiene and grooming tools and take care of everything below your belt from manscaped.com and use the promo code RayRoute and you'll save yourself 20% and get free international shipping. So take care of your boys and get all of your male hygiene and grooming tools at manscaped.com. Fcustom.com is your spot to find the best custom baseball, basketball, and football jerseys. Choose from hundreds of designs and colors and customize the jersey any way you want. Use the promo code RayRoute and save yourself 10% to get the best custom jerseys at fcustom.com. Hey, if you enjoy the lighthearted, wholesome content that you get from the Dear Pats Nation podcast, YouTube, and Facebook page and wish that you could get more, you are in luck because Dear Pats Nation has launched our Patreon page. We didn't add any ridiculous tiered levels of support. We're not asking you to pledge 20 bucks a month for five bucks. That's right. Five bucks a month. You'll have access to daily exclusive Dear Pats Nation videos. You'll get traditional vlogs from Connor, Sarah, and I talking about the Patriots, the Celtics and the Red Sox, but we'll also have exclusive interviews, behind the scene footage, bloopers, early views of videos that aren't available on YouTube, live streams exclusively for Patreon members, and that's just scratching the surface. We're not going to make you pay a monthly fee if we're not committed to adding and making it the best 
possible experience for you. We're not in this to get rich. We're not in this to rip you off. We just want enough to pay our bills and being able to create on Patreon is just one way we're trying to do it. So please come check out our check out our Patreon page over at www.patreon.com slash DPN sports. We've also left the description in, or we've also left the link of the, in the description of our YouTube and Facebook videos. We don't think you'll be sorry. So please, at the very least, at least go check it out. And if you don't want to sign up and you don't want to pay, that's all right too. We ain't mad. You can still expect us to be here streaming live every Sunday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. But if you want to get more, go check us out over on Patreon. You guys asked for it, so it's arrived. The Deer Pats Nation merch shop is now open and live. Show some love for the podcast by going over to teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN and get your hands on the newest Deer Pats Nation merchandise. And we're back. I have to find time to change that Patreon ad. Oh, I hate it so much. Absolutely hate it. One day. <laughs> One day. Until then, time. enjoy. Oh, man. Uh, do you want to... Look, we, every time we have uh, Tyson on, we don't really get to the chat. So maybe before we get to our next topic, we should, we should pull up some of the chat if you want to uh, yes. pull up some stuff. And, I got some uh, stuff here. I'm going to just pull up Shavion Productions. I've seen a few people say this. Shavion yeah. Productions, I apologize. Uh, innocent until proven guilty every day of the week. And that's what I said, right? I will. I can't make a judgment either way. I can't quote-unquote victim shame, and I can't quote-unquote call somebody guilty in, until we see all the evidence. My point is, though, from a Patriot standpoint, uh, I just don't believe that they're going to want to be attached to that, guilty or not guilty. That's right. that's sort of the what I'm getting at there. And look, I, I learned the hard way with Tyree Kill and that whole video or that whole audio tape when only a part of it was played. And when you hear the whole thing, you know what I mean? It was right. uh completely, completely different. And uh I just won't. And when I was comparing it to the Ray Rice, I wasn't saying it from a guilt standpoint. I was saying it from a standpoint of a shock factor. Um, because I don't think I saw that coming from Ray Rice, and I definitely didn't see this coming from Deshaun Watson. Right. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, just wait and see what happens over the next few weeks as evidence starts to come out and we'll see whether it paints him in a better light or a worse light. Listen, and 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 guilty or not guilty, if you would have said to me who's the last person this would happen to, Deshaun Watson probably would have been on my list. Right. Right. Yeah, you definitely. Know, from, from what we see from an from an exterior, whether this is a smear campaign or whether this is this is absolutely true. It's crazy. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, we actually have a compliment here from uh, from Mitchell. It says loves the love the commercials. So maybe we should keep the Patreon uh, ad. It's, it's making people excited. Keep the Patreon ad. All right. I guess so. That's what he's, that's what that's what he's telling us. He's got a laugh sign beside it. <laughs> uh, here we go. We got CN, CNS four twenty says Joe Flacco is visiting with the Eagles. Um. That's pretty interesting. I think they're going to go forward with uh, Jalen Hurts, right? But yeah, but he might be a backup, like he was a backup for, uh, like he was a backup for uh, Sam Darnold last year, right? He's a yep. veteran. I think Jalen Hurts will be his first year as a starter from week one and on. So I don't think that's a bad backup. Uh, Ross, thank you. Wow, uh, this is a record-shattering donation here. Um, I made a joke that you need to start uh funding our payroll and 
<laughs> serious. No, I appreciate it. Took it to heart. Before we get into the question, what are you? What is your? What is your hoodie? Look at that. Look at, Look at that. Pull the whole thing up so they can see it. You can't. The, the logo is being cut off. Look at that. You did get. I haven't ordered go. mine yet. I Dear haven't Pats, ordered. Dear Pat's Nation, very comfortable, by the way. Is it? Yes. Good. Yeah. Highly, highly recommended. Ross said they're recommended. Yes. Or they're comfortable. They're comfortable, not recommended. They're comfortable. Very, I'm going to order the comfortable. I'm going to order the black DPN hoodie and the black DPN T-shirt. I think that's going to be my my nice. thing. I can get myself. So your mug came in too. Zero sources, baby. Zero None sources. whatsoever. I think None. I need to. I think I need to get the same mug. Zero sources, right? We both got to have zero sources. Yep. Um, Shades and Connor got to run, boys. Here's my question all at once. One, <laughs> when will cooking with <laughs> Connor premiere? Two. Okay, let's start with that one. Uh, one, it has to. I already told them it has to be things you can only cook in the toaster oven. As soon as I no no, I'm gonna teach you how to cook. We're gonna do it on our phone so that the cameras can be there and you're going to cook along with me. It's not going to be on this channel though. We're going to do a whole separate channel called cooking with Connor. The problem is, is Connor gets one day off a month. That's true. That's not even a lie from his other right. job. One day off a month. Um, so it's tough to, for us to find a time to do this. Number two, Edelman was seen with Tom Brady at a Syracuse game. Should we be concerned? No, uh, no. I don't. Julian Edelman is still under contract. Yep. I think if he was going to demand a trade to go be with Tom Brady, that would have happened already. I also think that when you look at the positional needs, Tampa Bay doesn't need a Julian Edelman. That's my opinion. I don't know about you, Connor. Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't really fit in. They bring him back Godwin. Obviously, they still have Mike Evans. Scotty Miller, I think, is going to take a step forward. I think they're just friends. I think Tom Brady and Julian Edelman will remain friends for a long time. So I'm sure they're just hanging out. Number three, Chinese food, rice or noodles? Noodles. Noodles, noodles all day. Noodles yeah. all day. Are you noodles too? Yeah, I love I love noodles. Noodles well, all main. day. Delicious. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big one too. Uh, I'm a big guy too. Um, we have to address this. So Mr. Snoopy oh. says, when are, you, when are you bozos going to invite me on? <laughs> First of all, the fact that you called us bozos is probably not a good start to, the, good start. to be nasty. Come not on. a good start. No. Um, I'm going to say if you join the Patreon club, the Deer Pass Nation Loyalty Club on Patreon, twice a month, Connor and I invite everybody onto the stream and you're allowed to come on and, and, and talk with us. We had seven guys on the stream last Friday. We had Ross we and Mike and McChicken. We had a G107. Yep. We had a. Uh, we had Somers. Yep. Ted couldn't figure out how to turn on his mic, so he couldn't come Ed on. Ted was in there commenting, the, yeah. Ted was drunk and couldn't figure out how to turn his mic on, but it was all good. Oh, yes. We had a good time Friday night. So uh, only for $5 a month, twice a month, you can come on and you can – I think one of the greatest Patreon streams would be you burning your season tickets live on the stream. I was just going to say that. That was going to be my response to this. this is what I was going to say, so when are you going to burn those season tickets outside of Gillette? All right, I know you got comments. I just saw a couple that I wanted to to look at here. Um, this is my last one, and it's up to you. Matthew Parker says, Ray, what do you think happens if he's found innocent? Will his trade value go back up uh, to what it was? Will this follow him around? If the NFL finds out it was a Texan smear campaign, what happens? A lot to digest there, a lot to break down. Yeah. Let me, let me say this. Unfortunately, because of public opinion, regardless of what happens, if he is innocent, 
if he is innocent. I'm telling you right now, there's still going to people be people out there saying he's not. 100%. So this will follow him around. So his it, it's going to follow him around forever. As per his trade value, if this all gets cleared, it's going to go back up to where it was because he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. There may be some concern about whether he can mentally figure things out. Um, but yeah, it'll go right back up. And if it's a, if it was a tech, if it comes out that it was a text and smear campaign, I don't think anything happens to them because it's the NFL and they're going to protect the owners. Uh, right. Connor, what do you think about these three questions? Um, I think it's going to be very difficult for them to prove that it was a smear campaign. Uh, I don't, I don't think that's, that's going to ever be able to come to fruition. Uh, I I think if he is found innocent, his trade value will go right back up and he'll be demanding a ton of picks. But I don't know what's going to happen between now and then because I think this is going to take a little while to sort this whole thing out regardless of what ends up happening. So I I don't know what's going to happen because this is going to play into the draft, I would imagine, at this point, and then possibly even play into like the start of the season. When he called us bozos, did he mean Bozo the Clown? Not probably, right? I feel a t-shirt coming. <laughs> we can capitalize off of the insults. Uh, Mike like says, it. my brain hurts. Excited to see uh, the new Pats interviews. I was really excited because they seemed really excited to be a part of the Patriots. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about that, man? Um, sorry, I just saw a comment I started, I started laughing at. Um, what was the question? Oh, my gosh. I got distracted. So Mike gave a super chat, Connor. Yes. And he said that my brain hurts. Uh, excited to see the new Pats interviews. We heard a lot of uh, positive Bill Belichick talk today. We definitely did, um, which is obviously a surprise. Not so much from Tyson. I know he doesn't really trash talk him that much. So in general, though, just people on Twitter are standing up for Belichick a lot more than they were a few years ago. Well, not a few years ago, a few months ago. So we're trending in the right direction, I believe. Cameron says, I think uh, I would tell Jason McCourty to kick rocks. Um, mm. I would be a little bit nicer about it because yeah. he is J-Mac's uh, brother. He did just join some like trustee board in uh, in Boston. I don't know if you saw that today, him in, in, in Devon. No. But it's not a board position, though. So I think that that was a bit of the loophole. So if something did happen... Um, yeah, but uh, I'd be nicer about it. But I agree with you. I think if I agree with Tyson, and I said, I, Connor, I think you and I even talked about this like two weeks ago. Are we at the point now where it really makes like should they just try to figure things out with Stephon Gilmore, right? And then you could now mm-hmm. you could go Gilmore. You could put Jalen Mills into a cornerback role. You could put Duggar or Jawan Williams into that role. You can put Mills into the strong safety role. You still have Jonathan Jones. I think there's a lot that they could do with them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, McCordy, I definitely wouldn't tell him to kick rocks, but I'm not going aggressively to have the Patriots re-sign him. Uh, I think he'd have to take the veteran minimum and play for cheap, and he'd probably be just a depth piece. I don't think he'd get in the game all that much, but I'm not opposed to it if he's open to the same thing, if the Patriots are on the same page there where he's going to take a team-friendly contract, he's going to be you know, probably the fourth guy. Uh, I'd be on board with that. All right, uh, you want to pull up a couple more comments, and then uh, I do have another subject I'd like us to tackle before we uh, we, f- we finish up. All righty. 
Um, Mr. Snoope just didn't oh, want to let us know. I will, I will invite one of you bozos to a game. Connor, it's all yours, buddy. So I guess if the, the tickets aren't being burned, then we're going to be able to go to the game. Yeah, I don't understand. That, that, that confuses me. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. Secured. Oh, my daughter's, my daughter's birthday is on April 3rd and she wants a hedgehog because we need a hedgehog because we have a, we got a puppy. So we might as well get a hedgehog. So like the actual animal thing. Like, yeah. The actual animal. You can hedgehog. own those. Yeah. 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 Oh, you, I didn't know that. You can't buy them at a pet store. Though. You got to get them at a breeder. Oh. And, but my wife just sent me, I just, I laughed because her message is secured the hedgehog. Pick up nice. Sunday on the way home from the cottage. Uh, she's asking what time should I say four? That means we have to leave the cottage at two 30. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Sorry, guys. This is this has been a thing in my house. <laughs> this has yeah. been a thing. Ray I'm is happy. getting a hedgehog. I'm ha- oh, God. <laughs> like, I didn't want a dog. Now I'm yeah. in love with my dog. We named it Jules. You know what I mean? Love it to death. I yell at Julian Edelman on the TV. I call Julian Edelman Jules. My dog thinks I'm yelling at it. I feel bad. <laughs> um, but now we're getting a hedgehog. Um, okay, nice. let's let's get another. Uh, can we get a real comment, not just yep. someone calling us bozos? And uh, if you do go to the game with Mister Snoopy, I want you to wear. We're going to make a bozos T-shirt, and you got to wear it. Absolutely, I'll live stream the the event. The hook, Mike here says, "Born in Agalora, David Patton and Dion Branch." Hundred percent. I, w- I will take that all day. Who made that comparison to us? Somebody made that comparison to us on Twitter. Maybe it was the hook, Mike. Maybe that's why. Um, I agree. I like it. I, I like I like the move a lot. Yep, I think if they could uh, produce like David Patton and Dion Branch did, the Patriots are going to be in a great spot. So let me get to the next subject because this kind of ties into it. Okay. Okay. So there's been a lot of talk, Connor, about Bill Belichick overpaying. I'm sure you saw that, right? I've heard Bill the Belichick rumors. overpaid, misjudged the wide receiving market. Tommy Curran, who is not who's who's not been a friend of the show lately, mm-hmm. right? It has not been a friend of the show lately. Actually, wrote something I like today. He said, "Think the Patriots overspent in NFL free agency? You shouldn't care." I love that. Here's what That's he said. A very good point. He said, after Bill Belichick sent a week signing every pass catcher, run stopper, and edge rusher who wasn't nailed down, and being showered with hoannas uh, for doing so. People from accounts payable want to second guess the purchases. Can I have a moment? I don't give a flock and neither should you. Robert Kraft and Belichick held the door open for the greatest quarterback in NFL history to walk out the door. He did. And then they went and rubbed his former team's face in that decision by winning a Super Bowl in Tampa. The Patriots also have a fan base, season ticket holders, and corporate sponsors who, after 20 years of just the utmost uh, success, were growing visibly distressed at the Patriots' personnel uh, rudderlessness of the past few years. So there's your motive for what the Patriots did. Belichick said that the Patriots were eating the poop sandwich in 2020 to get it right with the cap in 2021. Yeah, they'd go off. The Patriots have been standing with the bat on their shoulder for years. We bitched. Now they're swinging. We're going to bitch about that too. There are the New England. These are the New England Patriots, not the New York Jets, Chicago Bears, or Jacksonville Jaguars. They have a narrow window in which to write the epilogue of the Brady-Belichick era. They attacked it. 
get out of here with your Kelly Blue Book values on wideouts and tight ends. Thank you, Tommy Kern. Thank you, yes. Tom. You have not been my friend lately. But to me, that was pure facts. What yeah. do you think? He absolutely hit the nail on the head. It's um, it's the same thing in baseball sometimes when people complain that the team spent too much money. It's like, it's not your money, man. It's like, you should be happy that they went out there aggressively and got all the players that we wanted them to sign to better the team. I mean, if they didn't go out there and sign all of these guys, people would be complaining that they had all this money to spend and then they never spent it. You know what I mean? It, 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 no matter what, there are going to be people who came out and complained. They, we've heard the past few years, Bill Belichick, Belichick's cheap. He doesn't spend any money. Now he spends too much money all of a sudden. Now he overpays everybody. Before he was cheap and underpaid everybody. Yeah, so either he's going to Target or he's overpaying. Right, yeah. Like, that is the absolute 100% thing. And, and listen, I look at this chat here. I say 99% are fully on board with what Bill Belichick did. Yep. Unfortunately, kind of like us, the voices aren't heard amongst the masses, right? It's right. it's the people who, and, and look, and I said this about, I can't remember who I said this about today, but like you and I, we say things to say it. Of course. Right? Like we just literally, like if we tweet something, it's not clickbait. It's not, we want your attention. We're legit just sending, we're just, we're just putting things out. You know, Connor does it in his sort of comical, you know, dumb way. We know he's not as dumb as he pretends to be at times. You know what I mean? Um, I do it in more of my edge, you know, my, my always angry. It's our stick. Right. The dumb and the angry. Yep. Someone compared us to dumb and dumber once. I asked who's dumb, who's dumber. (laughs) They still haven't answered that question. Touche. Maybe we're just a couple of bozos. My guess. So, yeah. But I need to find out what that word actually means, to be honest with you, because I hope we're not using a word we're not supposed to be. No, it's bozo the clown, I think. Is that what it it is? Clown. Yeah, it means you're a clown. Yeah. So I think that, you know. I'm getting really tired of the he overpaid thing. Um, The Patriots are in a good position. They definitely are. And hey, listen, I think one of the things that always makes me laugh is when, and I, and I think you and I, we've talked about this. You can't get mad at people for how much money they make. Right. And that happens in professional sports all the time. Yep. Like as if. As if we pay, if it comes out of our pocket. So he said arrogance. Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) Edge equals arrogance. (laughs) It is. Um. But uh, <laughs> it's it is, and it's funny because my persona is arrogant, right? Like you and I talk about that all the time. It's it's you're like the humble one, I'm like the arrogant one. But deep down, yang to the should, yang, right? But should we reveal the big secret? What's the big secret? I think we should. I think we've talked about it before, so it's maybe not that big of a secret. Nice. You know, and I know when it comes to egos, 
my ego is so fragile. There's actually oh, not, yes. there's actually not arrogance. Right. That's my, that's my, my stick. You know what I mean? Yeah. I text you. Should I write this? Is this okay? Right. Did I go over the line? Like that's I'm very always, true. I'm always paranoid about stuff. You know what I mean? All that right. So, so I'm not very going true. to the game. Wow. I don't think Connor's going to go either. What? Tampa Bay game. I'm there. <laughs> well, you, but that's not you, Connor. Oh, that's not me. Dang. That's a that's a different Connor. Could you spell your name C-O-N-O-R? That's very true. Different Connor. We're, we're missing out big time. By the way, have we decided, are we going to host a Super Bowl party? We're going to have to, yeah. If the um, Patriots make it, right? No, no. We're just going to have one anyways. It's a DPN right. Super Bowl party. It's nice. going to be like a meetup. We got requests. We got a lot of requests for meetups. So we decided to make it Super Bowl weekend because by Super Bowl weekend, I should be vaccinated. The border should be open. I should actually be able to travel to the United States. I would hope so. Yeah, I would hope by then. It's a long um, way off. I think that. I think that that. Oh no, I don't think I know. We did the the survey just so everybody knows, and it will be in Boston. Nice. Which disappoints me because we had Miami or Boston. We all could have went to Miami for the Super Bowl. Instead, we're going to be in Boston in February. Yeah, it's going to be four degrees. Yeah, and snowing and cold and guaranteed. Windy. Yeah. So instead of going to sunny Miami and renting out a place in Miami and having a big Super Bowl party, we're going to have a big one in Boston. We're going to be out having my cigarette going. It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. Uh, Tia says T-shirt slogan. Two Belichick bozos. I love it. Sarah McHomer, zero sources, and vegan beef soup. I'm still teetering on the vegan. I think if we do vegan beef soup, we owe Lawrence uh, royalties on that. Yes, yes. That would that would only be fair. I like that, though. That pretty much sums up the show right there in that comment. Yeah. Uh, are we leaving our wives at home? If so, let's head out to Florida. I don't know if I am. I think I – think I don't know. She'd have no interest. Nah, she would have interest in going to. My wife actually watches football. My I converted nice. my wife. She when we first met, she didn't like football at all. And I think just by pure force of me watching football, she actually like when I was calling games for sportscasters, like she hated that season because we weren't watching the games together because I was downstairs calling the games and she was upstairs. Um, but yeah. My my wife's not going. <laughs> Your wife's not going. <laughs> But uh, maybe I'll do another thing. I want to go somewhere hot. I know. Somewhere hot would be nice. And it's true. It's actually my Patriots update who would have to get the, the royalty. Fasil would have to get the royalty, not Lawrence. All right. Duly noted. Uh, Mike says, oh, man, you didn't have to super chat. I appreciate it, the hook, Mike, but I was literally just going to uh, – you wrote this comment somewhere else. Uh, overpaid because he had the money to do it. He knew he wanted – whoa. Uh, he knew he wanted to uh, wanted and made sure instead of overspending on huge players, he got who he wanted. I agree. He didn't go after. It's not like he signed Kenny Galladay, mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel. You know what I mean? Like, and, and just, you know, it's not like he signed five guys and ran out of money. He signed 18 players, including re-signing his own players. 18, yep. which includes David Andrews, guys. Right. And I said the same thing the other night that the hook Mike's here is saying, like, 
I'm I'm not really upset even if he did quote unquote overpay or whatever. He went after who he wanted to go after. He wanted to get Nelson Aguilar, obviously. He wanted Hunter Henry. He wanted Jonu Smith. He went after these guys and he didn't want to wait around and play a game. He just gave them an aggressive number and went right for it, which is what I like. Like why go back and forth forever and maybe have them not sign with you because somebody else is going to be more aggressive. Just go right after it from the jump and get who you wanted, which is what Belichick did. Connor, if I can get over to the States, you and I will go to the Tampa game together. Nice. With our Bozo we'll t-shirts. We'll see Mr. Snoop. Hey. I want to see him out in the parking lot burning those tickets. Yep. Uh, wow, Ross. I might be able to take a day off now from Ross. I mean, you are, <laughs> you are the man. Thank you. Are the you. man. Um, leaving again. <laughs> Here's more questions. I want you to know that if you're trying to figure out what you collectively put in Super Chat, this isn't it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're giving a lot, but I appreciate it, man. I really do. Uh, Thoughts on the 12% capacity at Fenway announcement for Thursday the 25th. Connor, that's you, buddy. Yes, um, I'm excited. 12%. Obviously, it's not much. Fenway Park's a small park to begin with, but... It's a step in the right direction, man. I'm ecstatic that they're going to be able to have fans. I'm looking forward to baseball season. I can't wait. Um, 12%, that means they're going to get a few thousands in there. So we all know that the, the Red Sox crowd is very loud, too. So I think that 12% is going to sound like a lot. Um, is the new DPN logo going to make it onto a hoodie? Uh I got to say, I've been asked this on YouTube before. Like in the comments, I saw a couple of them the past past few days. So people are asking. Yeah, uh, I'd like to. I want to talk to Chevy, the creator, right? Uh, Because I think it's only fair because he's the creator that we have a conversation and and look at royalties from that standpoint. Definitely. Um, We also will be up, and and we're not updating the store right now. It's going to, we got a lot, so we got to figure out what's going to go and what's going to stay. Um, But yeah, we'd like to do it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we want to, we want to get on that. So yeah, we'll have a conversation with Chevy. He's doing all our graphics for us. We want to make sure that he's compensated as well. It's not just for us to make money. So it's coming. Uh, and we haven't even started those discussions yet. It's, but it's definitely there. Um, third one, (laughs) explain why every, what is that? Boston media, Boston media, media idiot, (laughs) uh, has been worse than usual. Yeah. They're gonna get they gotta put their stick out there. They're gonna get everybody all riled up. That's what they do, it's their job. But yeah, they have been worse than they even normally are. I agree with that. Yeah, Ben Valen. Oh, uh, he's yeah, I, he, I I've never he liked turned a corner and he jumped he jumped things and you know, all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, I've never been a fan of the globe. Um I can't, I've uh officially called them today and asked them to cancel my subscription. Wow. And when they asked me why, I told them because of Ben Volen and Dan, <laughs> and Dan Johnson. And they said, oh, okay. And I said, yeah, I said, you're, I said, I, the thing is, if you read the globe, a majority of their sports writers are actually good writers. Right. Um, I, I did, I was suggested today to uh, look at the Boston Herald. Apparently it's the working man's paper I've been told. And it's a, it's it a is, yeah. paper. Yep, definitely. Uh, Lorenzo says, hey, guys, uh, the moves we made in free agency, do you think we'll move up for Justin Fields or Trey Lance? I do. Yes. I think Connor does as well. I do. I think, I think the Patriots have put themselves in the perfect position. A, you got Cam Newton who can mentor them. So that's the big one, right? And it's that kind of offense they're going to run. B, 
Belichick addressed a lot of those roster holes in free agency. So they have all the capital in the world to move forward on that. Right. And I, I think, and I don't know necessarily have a prediction on who it's going to be, but I think Bill Belichick's going to move up for a quarterback. I think it could be a couple of guys. Um, Faith in Bill and Bill, we trust whoever he picks, but I do think he's going to pick someone. <sighs> well, I, you want to, let's pull up a couple. We didn't do a lot of chat. We did a lot of super chats tonight. Let's pull up a couple I know, more a lot questions. Of, a lot of super chats coming in here. Thank you, everyone. Let's see. We appreciate all y'all, by the way. Like it, it's thank you so much. Shout out to shout out to Chevy on to my Patriots updates for CEO here saying Chevy on is talented. Um, I've been seeing the YouTube comments and so many people have said the same thing, dude. So a lot of good feedback for you, man. And I've showed it to people in my life as well. Chevy on production. Don't forget to go look about on YouTube, youtube.com slash Chevy on productions. Yep. Um, yeah, no, super, super talented. I mean, I, dude, you and I talk about this, like when we're having meetings about how, just how sleek and slick everything looks and, we could not have. We, we could not have done this if we tried. Right. Yeah. Oh, I I can't even draw a stick figure. We got Mike Larry here. He says if the offense is going through tight ends, you don't need number one receivers, but not Harry either. <laughs> That's fair. I agree. I don't think they necessarily need to have a number one wide receiver now. Um, Nikhil Harry's like a number six wide receiver at this point. I agree. I agree. I don't think Josh, I need to go deep on that. Josh Pot- Potter saying the same things. The tight ends are the number one wide receivers, basically. Well, that's the thing, right? I keep hearing about what Belichick didn't get. Belichick didn't get pass catchers. I'm like, he got two of the best tight ends on the market. Who can catch the football? Right. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. That's all I that really know, matters. I know for me, it's it's. I don't like the jokes, but McChicken says DPN fan meetup at the local McDonald's. All right, let me know Mc, the the McGang. <laughs> where's Mc, the local Mc, Where's the local McDonald's? I think that the greatest comment I saw was when we were on Patreon with the boys, sort of planning the meetup. You know what I mean? Like, where should we do it? How should we do that? And McChicken said, "Put a root beer on my tab." <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> uh, the hook Mike says, so you guys would be okay for this uh, f- for this year's first, next year's, and first and second for an unknown. I actually on Patreon tonight we're going to be addressing this, um, and maybe we'll address it a little bit tomorrow too as well on the main show. Um, they did a full breakdown today of costs. It won't cost two firsts to get up to where we need to get, which is, right. and that's what, when they look at the scales, they're every sort of trade up I saw four, five, six, and 10 were sort of the, the ones they went at. It would cost, but because the players actually, the, the Patriots actually have players that they can add to that deal. Um, one of those being, uh, one of those being Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. They gotta stay. They gotta stay aggressive, man. They've been aggressive so far this time. Now coming into the draft isn't the time for them to start being conservative and worry about someone being unknown. Um, of course, they're unknown. Everyone in the coming in and the rookie class is unknown. Um, I, I I think they just got to take the risk and go for it, pull the trigger. 
That's my opinion. Uh, Fields won't. Sorry, Mike says, but uh, Fields won't be there at five, though, guys. No, he won't. But I, but I think Trey, I, he might not be. But I think Trey Lance will. Yep. I want yep. Trey Lance. Just so everybody knows, I want Trey Lance. Right. Right. I mean, like, they they could also be planning on trying to get Mac Jones too. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm so off of Mac Jones now. Yeah. Since Belichick made all these moves, I'm like, this is Trey Lance's team. Right. But Trey, here's yeah. Here's here's something we've learned. It doesn't matter what we want. It only matters what Belichick wants. Yes. And that being said, Connor, I love our fans. I love our football team. I love all our co-hosts. I love our show. I love that you guys have just popped our YouTube channel through the roof. Yep. And all I got to say to all of you is, tell me about those Patriots. They're going to be legit, kid. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.